0: Alright, so my schedule this afternoon, or in my case, morning, opened up considerably. So I decided I could either A, play Diablo 3, Minecraft, putts around on my computer, but I decided instead to hop on and record a podcast. It's, uh, it's been a few weeks again already, I apologize. Um, I am on nights this week, and this is my final Friday of night shifts uh, for the next couple weeks, so that's cool. Like I said, uh, I had some plans for the afternoon. Those fell through pretty much the moment I woke up, I found out. So my first instinct was to sit down and report a co- record a podcast. Um, this, of course, is nerd mode, and I have a new tagline, The Podcaster's Guide to the Galaxy. Um, I was originally wrestling with pop, pop culture, but I gave that to Mike over at Mike vs. the World. So you're welcome, Mike. If he decides to use it, he th- I think he was going to steal it originally. Um, This is going to be a mini-episode, a Nerd Mode mini-sode. Uh, I'm just going to rant about a couple little things, talk about a few things, and do a little bit of email catch-up, because apparently I got an email or two, and I did not see until long after the show was recorded. So I'm going to start with that real quick after I throw in some music. Um, I'm going to call this one Nerd Mode and the Delicate Sound of Deadlines. Good evening, gentlemen. We've got a great night in store for you. I see a lot of new faces out there, as well as some familiar ones, so I'm not going to yammer on too long. I want you all to sit back, enjoy the service, the the scenery, but most of all, enjoy the show. Hit it. Are you sure you want to do this? I know people do it in movies all the time, but there are bound to be real-world consequences. Kind of a nerd. It's cool, I'm taking it back. Everyone else is growing and changing all the time, and that's not really my jam. I'm more of a fast blinking, stoic, removed, uncomfortably self aware type. Nerd! Nerd! <laughs> I'm being extremely clever up here, and there's no one to stand around looking impressed. What's the point in having you? All? Okay, some 10 out of 10 for style, but minus several million for good thinking. Show's gonna last three weeks! Six seasons and a movie! Okay. So first I'm gonna let you guys know you can go to the slightly revamped nerd website, nerdmode.com website, nerd uh, to basically access anything you need for I'm contacting the show, following the show on Twitter. I'm hoping I can get Instagram linked up on there too. That'd be kind of neat. Um, but right now the page is incredibly bare bones. I am working on that. i got to develop some, some uh, pages, get it built up so there's actually content there to go to rather than just a series of links to all the shows. Uh, but if you don't want to go there for the convenience of... Having everything at your fingertips, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at nerdmode. Uh, you can email the show at nerdmode42, and sometimes I will get those emails on time and read them on the air. Um, or you can do a search for fa- on Facebook for Nerd Mode as well and join the, either the incredibly, incredibly busy group uh, or follow the page where, again, you can have all of the, the shows and everything sent right to your social networking feed. Um, So starting off with an email from Mike, and it's going to sound a little dated, because this email was sent uh, November 18th, 2014. So yeah, and since then, Mike has actually started doing episodes of 3 Count Radio, and as well as Mike vs. the World. Um, He is gearing up to do a big Age of Ultron episode that I've been invited on. So I'm excited for that. It will be, so far from what I've seen, it's going to be me, uh, obviously Mike from Mike vs. World, uh, Devin, and possibly Psychic Bill from uh, the BS Chronicles. Uh, So that's going to be a big one. Um, I think what the plan is is we're all going to record it and we're all going to... Do our own little touches, our own little edits, and then we're all going to put them out. So all three of those shows should have the same episode, but with slightly different tweaks. Um, so that'll be fun. It'll be a big uh, big crossover event. Um, it'll be interesting to see what we, how we all think and feel about the, in my opinion, amazing movie that is Age of Ultron. Um, so, the email from Mike. From... Several months ago. It says, first off, thank you so much for all the genuine or at least sound like it, praise on the top of your last episode. It means a lot to me that I was able to get a few listeners of the old three count radio into podcasting, and more importantly, that y'all have become my friends. You're welcome, Mike. It's you're a pretty awesome dude. Uh it's cool to hear that Three Count Radio is still appreciated. It definitely is. I gotta sit down and listen to some of his new stuff that's come out. Um and then second, to paraphrase, he'd love to be on the show again. And Mike, we'd love to have you back. Um, I'm trying to think. It was before this episode that he was speaking of that uh, he was on again. So hopefully soon. And then, like I said, we have that big crossover event coming up. That sounds cool to be part of a crossover event. Be like a superhero without any powers. Jimmy Olsen. Um... And he says, finally, since your next episode is about The Walking Dead, I have a couple discussion topics to ponder. So, this is where it's going to sound kind of silly. Do you think the hospital in Atlanta is going to be a main setting for Season 4, since it's not in the comics at all? I would be intrigued by this. I have a feeling, Mike, that it's going to be a big part of uh, Season season 4. I'm not too sure why, just this little voice in the back of my head is telling me that... uh, Probably be a huge part. Um, there's probably gonna be a rescue involved or an attempt. Um, somebody will probably get shot in the head, maybe stabbed with a tiny scissors, and then also shot in the head. Uh, it's, some stuff's gonna happen, so we'll have to keep tuned in to Walking Dead to find out. Um, <laughs> his next question is uh, if you had to lose either Daryl or Rick, which would you rather live without? I gotta say, Daryl. I don't know if uh, any of my co-hosts, uh, girlfriend, any of the people in my life would agree, but for me, The Walking Dead is essentially Rick's story. Um, so if you lose Rick, that's—I don't think the show would go on. I think if you lost Daryl, the show would go on, but it'd probably lose a lot of fan base, losing their Bo- uh, Walking Dead's Boba Fett. But for me I think uh losing Rick would be the harder of the two since he is essentially like the king of the show. Like he is the man in that show. Um so what what are your guys' thoughts on that? Who would you rather lose? Rick or Daryl? I wanna hear. Um I haven't gotten any feedback about my previous two pondering questions that I've sent out. Uh, but that's that's totally fine. Alright, then uh he also says, let's say instead of a normal series finale final episode, the creators made a Walking Dead movie to wrap up the series. How would you have it end? Happy, sad, satisfying, open-ended, or horribly tragic? A little bit of everything. That would be the only time I would see Rick dying is at the end of the uh, end of the series or the, the movie, which I think would be kind of cool. neat little companion. Um, He, uh, Andrew Lincoln, the uh, actor who plays Rick, said that if he ever had a send-off, he'd want it to be a sad death, you know, sacrifice, things like that. But he also would want it to have uh, have them play the song Hurt, the Nine Inch Nails song, but sang by Johnny Cash for his send-off. And I, I got goosebumps just thinking about it, because that would be a perfect uh, companion song to the death of Rick. Um, so that's what I would go for, and that's how the movie would probably end as well, um, with maybe... Definitely have Carl moving forward uh, with just the bare minimum of survivors. Maybe Glenn. Um, I'm trying to to think who else I would want to move on. In this case, I think Daryl would go too. Maybe. Hmm. Got to keep one or the other. I don't think we could get rid of them both. Not like it, they'd be losing fans if it was the end of the show. But you'd, you'd want to have some kind of hope that this now small group would would pass pass on and continue the the survival of the uh, basically the species. Um, again, the, these questions are all posed to the fans. Uh, if you have any thoughts, theories, feelings, um, go ahead and uh, send us an email at nerdmode42 at gmail.com. Like I said, I'll do my best to read it in time, in a timely manner. Um... Another email from Mike. This one is actually on time because it was about our last episode where we recast Weird Science. He says, hey, Spacebook Chuck and B?" Yeah. Just got done listening to the last episode of Nerd Mode. Fine job, sir. I can't help but feel bad whenever you have issues recording since I was one that suggested Power Grammo and still use it to this day with <coughs> minimal issues. Uh, yeah, just keep rubbing it in there, Mike. Um, yeah, I, I don't know why I have so much trouble with Power Grammo. I... And I have the paid version, which is probably the most frustrating part. I'm trying to decide if I should try and get one of those little recording deals with all the knobs and doohickeys. But I don't think that would fix any of my issues. It would just, I'd have a lot of knobs and doohickeys. Um, I I don't know what my course of action is going to be. I think I should just record with both PowerGrammo and MP3 Skype Recorder. And then use whichever one works. Um, and this kind of surprised me. He said... uh I've only seen Weird Science once, and I'm not too hip on the teenage actress, so I think I would cast a traditional Weird Science reboot, although I'd probably pay to see a version with Emma Watson as Lisa. Hashtag just saying. I kind of thought about her for the movie, too. So Now, he had a really cool version that I absolutely would pay to see. Um, Weird Science 2015. And he said, here's my vision. So, hopefully... Uh, this doesn't get taken up and made into a real movie without our consent, or Mike's consent, because it is kind of brilliant. Two sheltered but brilliant retired genetic scientists, always too busy for love and family, set about to create and then clone the perfect woman. She turns out to be a bit of a wild child and they end up trying to keep her out of trouble the, the whole movie, and she becomes more like a daughter they never had rather than a wife. Gary and Wyatt stumble across ex-wives and Hilly and of two hated co-workers, Ian and Max, and Sparks Fly. The movie ends with Lisa going away to respectable college to become a geneticist, and the two leads ending up with slightly more age-appropriate women. So this isn't really a sequel; it's a reboot, but all the roles have switched. You know, instead of two teenagers trying to create a perfect woman, two older gentlemen basically create a daughter. Um, and his cast is awesome. <laughs> uh, Gary is Steve Martin. Love it. Wyatt is Dan Aykroyd. Uh, Lisa is Emma Watson, which I think would be perfect. Chet, this one has me just rolling. Morgan Freeman, he's adopted. <laughs> it's interesting to see Morgan Freeman play uh, a bully. You know, you you only really see him do that mo- in the movie Wanted, and it's not spoiler alert. It's not till the end where all of a sudden you realize he's a bad guy, and it was scary. Like he's always just this. Godfather-type character, you know, very calm and uh, reassuring, and all of a sudden he's a bad dude, and it, it kind of throws you off, so that'd be interesting. Uh, Deb, be played by Jennifer Aniston, and Hilly by Tina Fey. Those are the only ones I have issue, because they seem quite a bit younger than Steve Martin and Dan Aykroyd. So... um. It'd be interesting to see them play up. I would probably have to look more towards the the older SNL style cast um, for those characters, because I think those two might be a little too young. But that's just me. Uh, Ian Robert Downey Jr., which would be kind of perfect, and Max uh, Carrie Elway, who played uh, um, who was in uh, the the lead in Princess Bride. I think that would be awesome. I would go see that movie several times over. Uh, for a movie he'd like to see rebooted, um, I didn't read this this part. Um, either major, major League or Slapshot. Uh, I could definitely see rebooting Major League. Uh, I know that movie pretty well, so I will definitely work on that for the next episode. Um, I know of Slapshot, but I haven't seen it yet. I don't watch a lot of sports movies. Um, but if it's a, a ragtag group of guys, I could probably enjoy that. Or phantasm, uh, silver murder ball wielding tall men and four barreled shotguns. Uh, I definitely I'm gonna have to watch that one again. I haven't seen that one since I was probably way too young to actually watch it. Um, then he says, "Anyway, good job with the show, and you must appear on Mike vs. the World soon, even though we are now direct competitors. Oh, I hate that we're direct competitors. We get destroyed." Uh, Peace, he says. Uh, So thank you, Mike, for emailing the show. It's always, always great to receive an email. Pretty soon it'll be from somebody besides Mike and Devin. Not to sound bitter, you guys are great for supporting the show. (laughs) And then I do have a few topics from fans on Facebook. Uh, It's going to be hard to cover these right off the bat. Uh, Melissa wants to hear about Doctor Who, which the final... Or, not the final. Oof! I hated the sound of that. The most recent series just ended with uh, Peter Capaldi staying in the role of the Doctor, which I think he's been brilliant. The uh, couple shows, it took some time to get the feel, not for his Doctor, just the writing style in general. Um, I, Like I said in the early episode, the moment he stepped out of the, the TARDIS and said, shush. When a, a uh Rex is stomping across London, right away I'm like, Yep, he's the doctor. I I don't really have an allegiance. You know, I don't immediately compare the current doctor to a previous incarnation. I am really good at separating and saying, No, it's still the doctor, he's just a different version. Um I think Matt Smith will always be my doctor. Um but Peter Capaldi is the doctor. Uh the Christmas episode I thought was brilliant. Um, introduce a potential new companion in the actress. Let me get her name real quick. This is a hard part about podcasting the way I'm doing it right now, is I don't have an outline. Um, I'm literally just jumping in and rambling. Uh, I have to go to IMDb immediately. See a preview for Mad, the new Mad Max movie, which looks sweet. And makes me really want to play Borderlands because when the one guy yells what a lovely day, that's the kind of stuff you hear when you're fighting bandits in Borderlands. Um, Let me see, it was the Christmas episode. There was a a young lady on there that immediately I uh, gravitated toward. I thought she was a terrific um, addition to the cast and would be great to have on the show again. Uh, let's see. Hopefully I'm looking at the right episode. Let's see, that's a review. I need the cast. Where is the cast? I want to get this girl's name. Uh, she's been on, I guess, quite a few uh, TV series in, uh, on the BBC. Normally the kind of Knights and Wizards kind of stuff. Sorry, I'm I'm rambling here. Um, oh, the hard part about finding a Doctor Who cast member is when you type a Doctor Who, it gives you everyone that's been on the show. So let's choose season nine. Season nine, Magician's Apprentice. We're gonna go all the way to the bottom. Oh wait, no, season eight. I'm sorry. See, again, this is I'm not gonna edit any of this out. This is a hard part about podcasting on the fly when you don't have much to go off of deep breath and kill noon dark water, death in heaven for tonight. where is the Christmas episode? What the well, where did it go? Ah. Oh. okay, I'm struggling here. I apologize, listeners. Doctor Who Christmas special. I don't know if that was... don't think that counts as 2015. Well, anyways, it had Nick Frost played Santa, which I thought was hilarious. Now I just got to find the proper website so I can actually get the name of the one girl. I thought would be a perfect uh, addition to Doctor Who's companions. Um, Not that I'm against Clara, but I do miss the days when he had multiple companions. Uh, We didn't see a lot of that. Uh, With Matt Smith, it was pretty much just Amy Pond and Rory. But back in the day, sometimes he'd have four or sometimes five different uh, um, companions just mingling about. Uh okay, I'm going to find this for another episode. I'll figure out what her name is cuz trying to find data like that on a time crunch makes it even more difficult. So we're going to skip that for now. I'll find her name. Um Jeff brought up Carl Papa and BLR. I can't remember what BLR is. Oh, bad lip lip reading? Yeah. Um if you guys, I'm pretty sure you've seen Carl Papa's video. Uh, If you haven't, I will send it out on Twitter right here now. So if you check my Twitter feed, you will be able to find it. I'd play it for you, but the hard part is that you would hear it, but you have to see it because it's a the YouTube channel is bad lip reading, and if you haven't heard of them, what they do is they take videos. Uh, I've seen a lot of sports newscasts, um, TV shows, things like that, like they did an amazing Game of Thrones one. Um, and they mute it and then try to figure out what the person is saying by just filling in the blanks on their very own, and it's hilarious. So I'm going to put it on the on the Facebook page, which will also immediately drop it down on the Twitter feed. So hey, another reason to uh, subscribe. So we're going to throw that out there. Boom, shared. Um, you have to watch it before I can begin to uh, dive into it. Um, so that's from uh, Jeff, the Credible Hulk. He also says Doctor Who Series Nine stuff. I don't know much about what's going on in Series Nine. I know Missy, the female version of the Master, will be back, um, which I again I think is really cool that the answer is there has finally been answered the question: Can a Time Lord regenerate into a female? And they can. So. Someday, maybe we'll see a female Doctor. Um, Maisie Williams from uh, Game of Thrones has recorded an episode. She will be on Doctor Who this season. And I did find out, one, I think it was an April Fool's joke that One Direction would be on there, but I don't think they would be like, if if it's anything serious, I don't think they would be in the TARDIS traveling as companions. I think they would literally be in the background walking past, you know, but... That was posted on April 1st, so I don't know for sure if that's going to even be a thing. And they will also be revisiting Pompeii. So maybe they will actually address the fact that our doctor was originally uh, in Pompeii. Because the first episode, he really, really was hooked on why he chose that face and who frowned with this face and everything. So he really brought up the idea that the faces he's taking aren't, his it's people that he's come across. Um I think one other time that happened was uh the sixth doctor? Yes. Um not Tom Baker, but Colin Baker was an extra in an earlier one where he played a guard and then he became the doctor. So it's happened before. Um so it'll be interesting to see them react and interact with each other. Maybe he'll run into himself or his not himself, but his other face that sounds weird um so that'll be interesting i don't think i've heard too much more beyond that um i am excited to see little Arya stark running around i wonder if she's actually going to be on the tardis traveling or an extra um let's see what else do we have to go over he also wanted my review of age of ultron and i will just say off the bat that it was amazing um but I'm going to save all that for the uh, the big crossover event. So that's coming. Uh, let's see. The cancellation of PT on PS4. Also the hopeful return of Red Dwarf and Doctor Who. PT on PS4. Um, I'm not too sure what that is, Melissa. Um, I'm not a PS4 guy. Yet I could see one day owning one, but I got to start playing my Xbox One a little bit more before I can even begin to buy another game system. Um, but yeah, it sounds like Red Dwarf is coming back. That was a really fun uh, sci-fi show. Almost, I can't say it was a spoof. It was just a sillier version of like Star Trek. Um, and then again, she asked about Doctor Who. I don't know what more I can say about Doctor Who off the bat. Before making this a Doctor Who episode. Um, the cancellation of PT. I have no idea what that is. PT canceled. What is this? What is this? Find out. Physical therapy. No. Nope. Um, let me, I'll ask her quick. See if she's on. This is all happening on my Facebook feed. So, well, what's going on? Ah, again, again. This is a rough, rough episode. You guys are hearing what it's like um, when somebody doesn't plan for a show. They just... So while we wait for a response from that, I have some more stuff to talk about. Um, We found out that Harry Shearer has quit The Simpsons. So... Um, Harry Shearer is a a voice voice actor who's been around since the seventies, even longer. Um, he did the voice of a lot of characters, like Ned Flanders, Miss Burns, Skinner, Otto Smithers. Um, just he's like a a cornerstone of the Simpsons series. Uh, so now the the question is. Is the show going to continue on? It's already set up to record up seasons 28 and 29, if you can believe that. That is huge. Um, if this will be one of the nails in the coffin to a show that's been going on for a really long time, and in my opinion, maybe too long, um, considering the fact that I was probably 5 when it came out, give or take. Uh, I think it'd be a good time to end, but I would I prefer them to try to make it to like the 30-season benchmark. Um, while he did the voice of all these characters, I'm sure they'll be able to find a voice actor that will be able to take up the reins for the the remainder. I don't think that would instantly mean all those characters are no longer on the show. I um, I think the show would go on, but they would have to seriously uh, find somebody that can just nail the character perfectly for it to uh, continue. Um, Let's see. We do have some comments on that on the boards. Uh, Devin, uh, Big Dev, says, I had a good run, then it got not so good, then it got downright unwatchable. Time to let it go. And then I I replied with, I haven't seen a new episode in years and years, so it's been a long time. Uh, Mitch, who, again, I really want to get on the show, is a huge Simpsons fan. Uh, So hopefully he doesn't mind me reading this. I'll let him know. Uh, he said, "The Simpsons is my favorite show of all time. To me, losing Harry Shearer is huge. Those voices he does, and he lists Flanders, Burns, Skinner, Doctor Hibbert, Lenny, Otto, Smithers, Reverend Lovejoy, etc., um, are some of the most iconic characters on the show. I'm sure. I'm not sure if any other voice actor could do those voices justice. That's kind of similar to Ren and Stimpy to me. When John K., the voice of Ren and show creator, left the show, it wasn't the same. Even though Billy West, a phenomenal voice actor in his own right, assumed the role of Ren. It just didn't sound the same to uh, same to me. I hope the show continues on, and while I would be sad to see it let go, I would definitely understand why they called it. As for those who say it's unwatchable now, I agree the quality isn't anywhere near it was in the first 10 or 11 seasons, which again, 10 or 11 seasons. That's halfway through. <laughs> uh, but I can still find a couple gems in each season after that. Sorry for writing a book, but this is really sad news for me. Yeah, Mitch is having a tough time. I, I do feel bad. Um... I'm trying to think of an instance on any shows that I like where they got rid of a character or an actor and it wasn't the same. It's a little trickier because the shows I watch are usually done after five seasons. Um, so that's probably the biggest news happening in in the world of pop culture. Uh, some other things I was going to touch on real quick. Yeah, this is going to be a, a complete mishmash... Uh random show. I've got links all over the place. I was originally going to try and like, I've got this list of topics by my computer here of, uh, things I was going to cover, but I don't think I'm going to need to do that. Um, the big one is, uh, this is the cast of everyone that's going to be in the Marvel, the Marvel movie Captain America Civil War. Um, which I'm hoping we get Spider-Man in there. If they don't, I don't know who they're gonna have fill that role, um, because he was like the middle of the road between Captain America and Iron Man. Um, if you haven't had a chance to read Civil War, the the comic series, it's brilliant. Um, I'm wondering also if they're gonna have it start the same way. It sounds like they do something similar. Uh, let me just scan through. Onto the massive cast. Okay. Chris Evans as Captain America. Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark. Scott Johansson as Black Widow. Sebastian Stan as Bucky Barnes. So we we'll see a return of him. That'll be cool. Which has me kind of nervous about some of the events that happen. Uh, Anthony Mackie as Falcon. Paul Bettany as The Vision. Which I thought he was really cool. Jeremy Renner as Hawkeye. Which I was surprised. It kind of seemed like... A, mm, I want to talk about it so bad. <laughs> At the end of the movie that he was having to send off. But apparently not. <laughs> I can't, it's hard to not talk about. Don Cheadle as War Machine. Elizabeth Olsen as Scarlet Witch, who I thought nailed it. Paul Rudd as Ant-Man, which looks awesome. Chadwick Boseman as Black Panther. Um, he was in the movie 42. And also the uh, the biopic for... Um, oh, I'm, I'm blanking on his name. Uh, the singer guy. I'm on the on the spot. Um I feel good. No, 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 that one. Moving on. Emily Van Camp as Agent 13 or Sharon Carter? Uh Wait. Sharon Carter. Is she like related to Agent Carter? Hey, know? no. We got answers for that. It just hit me. Sharon Carter, Agent 13. Weird. Because there is um, Agent Carter, the, the shield on, that Captain was uh, in love with at the end of his first movie. I don't know if that's been approached. Has that been approached? I'm going to watch to re rewatch Winter Soldier. Um, Daniel Bruhl, who revealed to be playing Baron Helmut Zemo, but it hasn't been confirmed in a press release. Uh, Frank Grillo as... Brock Rumlow slash Crossbones, William Hurt as General Thaddeus Thunderbolt Ross, and Martin Freeman, who is rumored to be playing Everett K. Ross, who I was kind of hoping he'd play Spider-Man. I made a joke about that. Um, while that cast seems daunting and overwhelming, I don't think everyone is going to be huge roles, like where they're going to have significant screen time, such as Captain America or Black Widow. um, I didn't see Nick Fury in there. What's going on there? Um, I don't think they're gonna be quite as big as the other ones. So I think there's gonna be a good balance. I haven't been let down yet, so I'm not too worried. Oh, it's okay. Thank you, Melissa. Uh PT was the new Silent Hill game. Um and it was gonna have um Daryl in it. Um, but of course not Daryl, the actor who plays Daryl. Um, was the lead character. And it got cancelled really excuse me, really suddenly uh they only got the uh um they only did the uh the demo and then it got canceled so i'm not too sure if maybe they just bit off more than they could chew more than they could chew sometimes that happens a uh, game is really ambitious and then either a fails when it's uh, created or um they realize they just can't push it forward anymore so that's what happened there yeah pt i wasn't sure what that was they I wonder if that's the the game on the PS4 where they had their just a really... Yeah, the playable trailer. That's what it was. That's what it was clicking. Um, PlayStation 4 had this really creepy trailer come out where you're walking through a house and it's like a, a labyrinth where you just keep doing the same things over and over and it gets scarier and scarier and then it turns out it was for Silent Hill and then they canceled it. So that was kind of strange. Um, another thing I was going to touch on real quick. So now that's my catch-up. I think I'm... Back to zero. Paid off my debts to all the listeners who have emailed me. Um, just this week, I finished reading Ready Player One by Ernie Klein or Ernest Klein. You guys, if you get a chance to pick up this book, it is phenomenal. Um, I'm almost gushing about it. I was talking to Steph about it earlier in the week, and I was like, my appreciation of this book is almost up to par with The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Um, if you're especially a child of the 80s... Um, Pick it up and read it it's it takes place in the future, but a lot of the characters and a lot of the references are all from the stuff from the eighties and so I finished the book loved it I was bummed that the book was actually done so I started to reread it and I'm actually highlighting all of the eighties references to movies music TV shows um video games so I can explore them later on uh I'm actually thinking about even making a music playlist of all the songs that he references so many. Um pick it up, it's an amazing read. I give my five-star stamp of approval. Um the world he creates is not only really interesting but completely believable. Um that you have these characters you log the almost the entire planet logs into Oasis. Um it's not quite like the Matrix, they can log in and out whenever they want. Uh they have their own avatar. Uh, that they create and level up, much like if you've ever played EverQuest, World of Warcraft, um, Ultima Online, City Heroes, anything like that, and know the fun of creating your own online avatar and leveling them up and finding things. In this world, there's thousands of planets that these people created to interact on and fight on, and uh, they're basically looking for three Easter eggs, and whoever finds all three gets... uh, Gets control of the entire Oasis um, world and also all the money that the creator has and all that stuff. Uh, it's hard to go on and on about it without giving away spoilers, but it is really awesome. So that was a, a really fun read. So anybody gets a chance to check that out, um, go, go, watch, go read it. Um, I just found out recently that in July his next book called Armada is coming out which is a similar theme where aliens attack uh, planet Earth and people start to realize that these aliens are very familiar from video games, very similar to Pixel. Um, but I'm pretty sure he's going to do a totally different take and have his very own story going on. Um, I am already giving that one my thumbs up since how much I liked Ready Player One. Um, so that's coming out in July. And then also, immediately, I was like, I need to make a movie cast for this movie. Like, I I was like, I got to do it. They are making a movie, Ready Player One, and it's being made by Steven Spielberg. So if that gives any weight to my praise for the book, uh, hopefully that can sell you on it. Um, of course, it's available digitally on Amazon. If you, You'll probably see it in a bookstore. I got my copy free with my Loot Crate subscription which means I'm probably going to go out and either buy another book version or the digital version Um, because I liked it so much. I want to make sure, like, hey, I don't want to have this for free. I want Ernie Klein to get some bucks off of it. So anybody else listening, if you're a reader like myself, I've recently become more impassioned with reading, um, pick it up. Let me know what you think. Um, it's, it's, It's a great story. I really enjoyed it. When the, when I got towards the last few chapters, I was getting nervous because I knew the story was about to end. Um, to show you how into it I got, I actually felt my heart race while the main character was describing playing a game of joust. Not like literally riding a horse with a stick, but the old, old uh, 70s battle game, Joust. Uh, so yeah, he made that exciting. Um... Let's see, what else can I throw out there at you guys before I end my mini-sode? It's almost done already. 40, mi- 40 minutes is a mini-episode. I think I might call it. I think I might be done. Um, one more response from Nate. Oh, yeah, we'll talk on this real quick. Um, I know Mike vs. World is going to have a big episode talking about the show Daredevil, which I think is brilliant. It's a Netflix original. Um, A nice take on the character of Daredevil and a nice reboot, so to speak, um, after the whole Ben Affleck thing. Uh, so I've been watching that. I really like it. Um, the CW has put out, I haven't watched yet, a trailer for Legends of Tomorrow. And I did watch the Supergirl trailer, which I think looks really, really great. At first I was nervous because it starts out very ugly Betty, very... Devil Wears Prada, but then when you actually meet Supergirl and see how she's trying to become a hero and looking up to Superman, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, it's a step in the right direction. I am a, a feminist of, of sorts, where I do think they need to have more strong female characters for comic books and movies, TV shows, uh, action figures. Please, Marvel, put out some female action figure comics, uh, toys, action figures. Um, I know two girls that would die for a decent Black Widow action figure. And when you have one Black Widow figure for every 60 Captain America and Iron Man, come on, guys, it's not that bad. There's a lot of girls out there that like comic books now. There's just as many that read comics and watch the movies now as there are boys. So let's let's even the playing field a little bit. Um, Supergirl is a good step in the right direction for that, I think. Uh, and I think as far as TV is concerned... DC is kind of winning a bit. They have a huge line of shows that people are just freaking out over. Um, I've only seen one episode of Gotham, and I did enjoy that one episode. Um, Not that I'm not going to watch it. I just haven't sat down to watch it. I hear Arrow and Flash are both amazing. Um, And now with Supergirl and uh, Legends of Tomorrow coming out, also look really good. Um, It'll be interesting to see if they try and tie them all together like Marvel does with the cinematic universe. Um, and also, to the final touch on that before I have to wrap up the show, I do have some nerd rage at the very end. But um, they finally put out pictures of Jared Leto as the Joker, and I myself think he looks awesome. A lot of people are grumping about it. I think he looks great. Um, it's a real throwback to the comic book style, uh, especially um, Killing Joke version of Joker. Uh he was covered in tattoos and stuff, which some of them I thought looked kind of silly. He does have one on his forearm that's like the Joker smile. I hope they keep that. From what I understand is those were just... Um, somebody was taking a little artistic creativity licensing there and threw those on. But the the core of the Joker, I think, looks brilliant. So I'm really excited about that. And that's for the uh, suicide, uh, squad. Movie suicide Squad movie. Um, suicide Squad? Then also literally one picture of Will Smith as Deadshot came out and the internet just exploded saying they ruined Deadshot and that he looked silly cuz he was he almost looked like Will Smith's character in Wild Wild West um Jim West I think it was called. So immediately I I tried to calm the nerds down settle down the nerd rage cuz it was literally a picture of him in a trench coat and they're like they ruined him I was like well maybe that's his street clothes. That'd be like saying they ruined Batman because they showed a picture of uh Bruce Wayne in a tux, you know like you're seeing one image of the of one character, and it wasn't even like a studio shot. It was literally like somebody took a picture through the bushes um, but then they rolled out the entire squad that has everyone from Deadshot to Harley Quinn to um, Crocodile I I'm, I'm, I don't think that's his full name again, I'm spacing. I've only been up for like 45 minutes, people, Um, side by side, and it looks amazing. And everyone shut up. They realize, hey, there's a lot more going on here, and I I am super psyched about this. I cannot wait to see this new incarnation of the Joker, because like the Doctor, I have not been disappointed by a single version of the Joker, all the way from Cesar Romero, up to Heath Ledger. I think each one has been a really cool version of the Joker. Um, so if any of you younger listeners, uh, Cesar Romero was the Joker in the Adam West Batman. Um, so that's that's my take on it. Uh, I'm I'm patient. Um, the only time I really got upset about something like that was when I saw the f- pictures of Matt Smith as a doctor. And I was like, he's too young. But then I all it took was that first episode. So let's just... Be patient. Not look at one picture and decide that that's the fate of the entire series. Just ease into it, fellas and ladies, because there was some some gals that were angry too. Um, man, I I got to do this more often. I got to ask people for questions just before I record. I'm getting tons of stuff. Um, so again, thank you, Nate, for that topic idea. And Nate, uh, a friend of mine, he works at the local GameStop uh, used to work at Shopco back in the day he got to go along with a few other friends of mine to WizardCon in uh, Minneapolis last two weekends ago so I wanted to go and you've heard me say several times that I was going to go and really what happened was a bad lead up, we were ready to go, ready to go ready to go and then all of a sudden boom there it was and we were not ready to go Um, hopefully uh, Dissy B forgives me because she even took time off of work to go Um, it just, the stars did not align that weekend, ended up being so super busy we weren't able, but next year I am going to WizardCon I'm taking my sister, my girlfriend, and her two kids we're already planning our outfits Um, I gotta decide, if I want to be lazy I'll just be the Riddler, because I have that costume from Halloween, and it's pretty awesome or I might actually make my Dr. Octopus uh, cosplay costume. I'm going to do my own take on him a little bit. It's not going to look like the the original Dr. Octopus that looked like uh, Mike Myers with a bowl cut. Um, it also isn't going to look like the Mike, the uh, Dr. Octopus from Spider-Man 2, because I am not that good. Um, so I'm going to do my own version. Um Steph, we already talked about maybe Black Widow or something along those lines. Little Gwen wants to be Spider-Gwen, which I think would be awesome, especially since her name is Gwen. I kind of geeked out about that. Uh, Annabelle, I'm not too sure yet. I could see her being Spider-Girl or I'm really going to try and delicately approach the idea of her being Hit-Girl. Would be awesome. Um, And then my sister is talking about being Agent Carter. Uh, from the show Agent Carter, not the now. I just realized Agent Carter from the later Captain America movies. So that'll be fun. It's gonna happen, um, guaranteed. I want to make it happen. I I'm seeing pictures and I talked to some people that went and it sounded like a really good time. Nate got to meet the uh, the Bellas and I believe he got to meet them. yeah he did. The Bella twins from the WWE, which me eh, not not really my type. Um, he got to stand next to DeLorean, several pictures of that, that was pretty cool, I don't know if they had a TARDIS this year, not, not a lot of my friends that went last year went this year, so, um, but from when I talked to people at work, one, a buddy of mine, Randy at work, got VIP tickets, and he went, and he said it was a good time, so, next year, uh, Con. oh my gosh, more comments, you guys are killing me. Talk about iZombie. I, sorry, Melissa, I haven't seen it yet, but I will definitely look it up. Um, apparently, it's another CW show, iZombie. I'll check that one out, and I'll let you guys know what I think of that. i uh, finally going to close off with a little bit of nerd rage. Um, as you guys know, on this show, the huge benchmark of what we do um, is that we reboot and recast TV shows. It's something I, I'm almost passionate about. Um, one thing we're going to be doing coming up Uh, To mix it up a little bit, instead of rebooting old shows and doing them for a new audience, we're taking new shows and doing them for an old audience. We're switching it up. Um, So the idea is uh, The Hunger Games made in the 90s. Um, Oh my gosh, what was the other one I was coming up with? We had three movies that we're going to do. The Hunger Games made in the 90s. Uh, We're going to do, oh my gosh, Angie, I wish you were here so you could tell me what they were. Um, it was another big cast on some, sub- oh, the Avengers done in the eighties. So eighties actors, eighties effects, but it's the Avengers. And then I was also trying to think of a show like community or modern family or something along those lines done in the seventies, but I might even say like Mallrats rats in the seventies. That might be too close to fast times at Ridgemont high. What would be a good movie to be remade in the 70s? A movie of the last decade. I'm kind of thinking something with Kevin Smith. Maybe Clerks? I don't know. Um, so that, that'll that be fun, and it's definitely challenging to place 70s... People are big in the 80s in a movie that was huge uh, in the late 2000s. Um, it's definitely a challenge, but it's going to be fun. Um, I started to work on a cast for Ready Player One, but then I realized that I'm picking the same kids that have been in... Three or four of my movies already, so that's definitely difficult. Um I saw finally saw the trailer. This is the Nerd Rage mode. That was all just more plugs. Um for the new National Lampoons Vacation movie with Ed Helms as Rusty. I have I am incredibly displeased with it. I don't think it looks hilarious at all, not even funny. Um it's hard to even say it's a sequel because it looks like it's just a frame-for-frame frame shot of the original. And again, they went with Ronge Factor. They don't need to do that. While the original Vacation had a few moments, this one looks like that's what it's based around. And I am really, really bummed out about that. Um, the main thing I did not like was they really missed, missed Q. Uh, there's this, the classic scene. Um, anybody that's seen Vacation knows that Clark keeps running into this beautiful woman in a in a corvette convertible um th- their interactions are playful you know uh leading to the the funny pool scene where skinny dipping is involved um well, a lot of people may not realize that Christy Brinkley aged incredibly incredibly well I am suspecting either she's an Android or a witch um because her character shows up in the trailer for the new one where Rusty's driving down the street and he looks out and she pulls up next to him and they're kind of doing the little flirty thing. She's fits perfect. Gets hit with a Mack truck. I'm like, why would you do that? That's just dumb. Like, So they basically killed her character. Instead of having a fun interaction, They could, if they wanted to, they could have followed that same pattern where they keep bumping into each other and then he realizes, oh my gosh, this is a lady my dad skinny dipped with. In 1979 or whatever, like they could have gone that route. Instead, they decide to get a quick laugh by having her die by hitting a a giant semi. Like, <sighs> so right then and there, I just I didn't care. I was I was literally incredibly disappointed. And f- coming from a guy who almost celebrates reboots and remakes um, when done properly, I love him. I, I enjoy them. I think it's fun even when it comes to songs. If you reboot a song or remake a song with a new twist, you know, like what Marilyn Manson does, just about every album, um, if it's done cleverly it can be fun and they just they just tanked it, I think. And I, I have no interest in seeing the movie. Um nothing against Ed Helms, I think he's hilarious, but I don't think he was a pick for Rusty. They easily could have picked any of the kids who played Rusty to play Rusty. Except for uh, Sam Galecki, who's on Big Bang Theory. He's a little old for that now. Or a little young, I think, still. Um, but every single one, they could have brought back and played Rusty. And the age limit... I mean, Ethan Embry coming back as Rusty would have been good. But no, they they totally picked another Rusty. Which kind of freaks me out that maybe they're doing away with the other Rusties That the Griswolds have some emotional issues. <laughs> um, yeah, so... I don't think I'm going to be checking that one out anytime soon. Um, it's one of those, they tried to profit on nostalgia, and they're not doing a very good job of it. At least in my eyes. Some of my friends said it looked funny. I don't think so. I think it's it's kind of like the scary movies where they kept making more and more and more. And then they started to run out of ideas, and this one definitely feels that way. Um, I better sign off because this mini-episode quickly became an hour-long episode. Of literally me just ranting. Um, all right, let's. I'm gonna. I'll end the show with a question for you guys. Two of them. These are two questions I like to ask people once in a while. Once I get comfortable with like somebody new around me, I ask them, "A, if you had a superpower, what would it be?" I want to hear from you. Email me at nerdmode42 at gmail dot com. Let me know. Um, it's actually a pretty pretty deep question because it kind of tells you about the kind of person you are as the superpower you would pick. So any of the listeners, um, I will post this on Facebook and Twitter as well. If you had a superpower, what would it be? And in the spirit of movie recasting, reboots, and remakes, uh, if you had a movie based on your life, any, any point other when you're a child, now, when you're older, who would you have play the lead role of you? That's also a A fun question, that if somebody played you in a movie, who would it be? Um, I already have who would play me right now, but I also have somebody who would play me in the future, too. I'll uh, discuss that on the next episode. Uh, Let me think. Anything else to add? I think my phone finally stopped blinking at me. I think all the uh, questions and topics that went really, really well have been covered. So this has been Nerd Mode from nerdmode.com. Check out the nerdmode.podbean page. I did update it with my new slogan, The Podcaster's Guide to the Galaxy. Um, I'm going to try and roll with that. Uh, Check out the website, nerd-mode.com, to get to Twitter, Instagram, email, all of that stuff. Uh, Thanks for listening, everybody. And as usual, learn something about everything and everything about something.